the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. It's actually only 2.05. We're early, Neil. We're early. We're an hour early. Or we're an hour late. What are we? I don't know, and and to, and to make it worse, my uh, my phone never my smartphone never adjusted from Eastern to Central Time, so I'm really messed up this week. It's not very smart, is it? No. <laughs> we are uh, Woods, uh, welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. We're live from Hot Springs, Arkansas, home of the 2019 FLW Cup. They're out there fishing Lake Hamilton right now. Uh, man, it's tough in in August out here. It's really it, tough. It is. It, you know, it's tough fishing in the south anywhere, yep. really, in the month of August. And it's uh, particularly, I think, tough out there this week with guys that um, you've got 50 guys spread across a 7,000-acre fishery yeah. versus a Lake Wachita like last year or a, uh, or a, you know, a Lake Murray when we're in South Carolina or yep. whatever. So it's... But here's the thing, you know, like, it is tough. It's tough for everybody. It's not just tough for one or two guys. But I do think the guy that it's going to be hard to catch a really consistent bag all three days. I think the guy that uh, is the first to figure that out and probably gets a lucky kicker in there somewhere will be the guy that we see emerge on top tomorrow. Yep. Three-day tournament. Used to be the uh, cup was four days. They trimmed that down to three days, so it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They fish a full field Friday, Saturday. In uh, just over two hours, they'll start cutting that field down to 10 little fish tomorrow. Hate to say it, it does not look like Brian's going to make it. Yeah, he's, you know he what, though? He... 30, right now he's listed 36. But, you know, for for his first cup appearance after coming off a win on Seminole this year, I mean, I, I think any finish today will be a good one for him. Uh, B-Lat's had a tremendous year. He, uh, you know, he's done a tremendous job at home. He's a great partner. He he's a he's a tremendous angler and and I tell people this all the time. He, he as 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 solid an angler as he is, and he, he's an even better person. A wonderful yeah. family, uh, tremendous to work with, and we're proud that he represents you know Green Pond Landing in Anderson County for us. But you know again, like you mentioned, it's the first cup that he's made. It's an opportunity for him to come out, experience the championship because this yeah. is a different level. I heard him say yesterday. Uh, prior to a takeoff that uh, until all the people started showing up, it felt just like <laughs> another, another tournament. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but these championships do kind of take a life of their own, and and uh, he's had a tremendous year, uh, finished eighth in the points, you know, at FLW, and and obviously poised for a, a really, I would what I would call a, a breakout year in, uh, you know, in 2020. 20. He and I talked a couple nights ago. Uh, when the schedule came out, and he said, you know, the thing that, that I really like about this schedule is he said there are really four or five fisheries in the schedule next year that I feel really – I'm at the point now where I feel really good about going back good. to those places. Good. So it'll um, 
I'm very proud of him and very excited for him, regardless of what happens today, and uh, and and super proud of him and his family. I uh, I follow from from year to year. I tend to follow one or two people around. I got to follow him around yesterday on the water, and uh, saw him catch his first his first cup fish, and uh, saw him call, saw him when he had a limit, and he was singing. He's singing about. I was, I was like, what is that? Is somebody's radio on or something? He was in the boat singing. He was just as happy as a lark to be out there fishing yesterday, catching what he could. He stayed. It was it was tough. It it was you know one fish every 45 minutes or so because I think he had his limit about 11 o'clock. So it, it was not a it was not a a slugfest event by any stretch. But he was happy to be out there and just seemed having a good time. Oh, and, and as he should, he's got a tremendous attitude and and. And a tremendous outlook on on the whole thing, and you know, and it was fun. I, you and I talked about this this morning. You know, at launch this morning, he was, you know, he he did not miss an opportunity to greet fans, sign autographs, take pictures with the young people, and even took the time to say thank you to everyone that Came approached out. him. And and I know in our booth here, uh, the I can't tell you how many times and how many people we've had in the booth this week. Oh, Lake Hartwell, you got Brian Latimer. <laughs> we we watch all his videos or we see all of his his uh, social media. And, I mean, he's a tremendous following. And, and it's not like he just showed up out here and nobody knew who he was. I mean, he's he's done a, a great job to really cement himself as a figure in the uh, – not just here at FLW but in the fishing industry. So uh, super excited for him, like I said. And, and whether he fishes tomorrow or not, we're extremely proud of him and – and thankful to be a part of his team. And, you know, I didn't even introduce the show. I mean, uh, but, but Neil Paul is with me. Ne- uh, sorry about that, Neil. I mean, you've been on here so many times, and we do so much together. It's just kind of like second nature. But but Neil Paul, the executive director of Visit Anderson, is here in Hot Springs with us, uh, co-hosting the show with me today. Thank you for doing it again. Absolutely. Always have a good time. We have a great time. This is, this is, it's always a highlight when we get to do this. So I, I'm grateful for any opportunity. Uh, well, just a preview. We're going to, Neil and I are going to finish up this segment. Joe Opager, the uh, head of media, media relations with uh, FLW is going to be here for the next segment. Uh, we plan to have Luke Duncan, uh, TH Marine Pro from Fredericksburg, Tennessee here, Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Here with us in the third segment, and then who knows what will happen at the end of the show. We may get kicked off the air before then. But um, glad you're listening. Glad you tune uh, in. And if you want to check what's happening on the FLW Tour, you can go to flwfishing.com. You can check out the live board. They released, you and I, we, we're going to talk about the schedule that came out. Because FLW released their schedule. Uh, it's going to be in our neck of the woods next spring. And... Uh, we got to hit uh, Green Pond. There's some construction going out at Green Pond. want to get people updated on what's going out there. Uh, got a few news stories from around the state that will kind of impact people. Uh, one being, if you haven't kept up with it, I, I, know I've, uh, I know I've talked about this one several times. Uh, the Captain Sam Spit, which is, um, well, it's down the coast. It's the far end of Kiowa Island. It's essentially just a sandbar. It shifts, it changes with the currents of the ocean coming into the creeks and all. And and for years, there has been an ongoing battle with a developer who wants to put a 2,380-foot steel wall down the beach and build 50 houses at the end of Kiowa. Plus, you know, 
uh, all the water sewer lines, stuff like that. So it's it's been going on for over 10 or so years. It's one of the last stretches of undeveloped coastline in the state. And I guess it's been going, well, uh, yesterday, Friday, August the 9th, the South Carolina State Supreme Court agreed to hear a case about the development on Captain Sam Spit. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where, uh, you know, Neil, there's just certain places you don't need to build a house. And, yeah. when, and the ocean's changing the sand. And what's going to happen, what's going to happen, if, if history is anything, is, is there are going to be problems, and those homeowners are going to look to the state to bail them out. And that's just not something people want to do. So, anyway, that if, you, if you're into... Uh, Breaking news in the state of South Carolina, that's, that's something that came across my desk that that I think will, you know, I'm not anti-development. Development has a place, but I'm pro-nature, I'm pro nature, you know, pro-natural resources. And, and our coast is a is a wonderful natural resource when you, and you look at some of the degradation that's happened and development that's happened. You just, those places that are left, you want to protect them for whatever reason. That's right. So that's uh, that's just one of the things that's happening across the state of South Carolina. Uh, we're about a minute out. I don't want to. I'm going to wait on that one. I, yeah, I'm going I'm to spring that on both of you next segment. So <laughs> you can't read my notes. You probably already did. You probably cheated. Joe Apogger probably cheated too. Never. Oh yes, you would. Yes, I'm not. I'm not going to say I've never bent the rules, but I didn't do it this time, <laughs> okay. so I have no idea what you're going to talk about. Okay. All right. Well. Um, Hang on, Joe Apogger, the with FLW is going to be with us. We're going to talk through the schedule for 2020 that came out. Going to talk a little about what's happening here, and uh, and I understand, Joe, we're going to have to wait a few weeks for the next cup location. Oh gosh, this stuff kills me. <laughs> TBD. All right, so everybody, hang on through the break. More woods and water, South Carolina, on the other side. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. A little girl just went crawling up the stairs, and Joe just melted in the seat beside me. Yes. Make little girls will do that girl. for you. Yeah. She's back at the... Well, I got to bring her this year. Yes, you got to so, bring her. So, yeah, she's back in the hotel room taking you, a nap right now, getting ready for weigh-in. I'm pretty jealous. I wish I could be taking a nap right now before <laughs> weigh-in, but I'm here with you guys. Yeah. I, I guess if I can't be napping, this is, there's no other place I'd rather be. How, how do you like having a little girl around the house? Uh, it's great. I mean, it's a handful. I live with four girls, so of all varying <laughs> ages, and then there's myself. I'm a little outnumbered, but I uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love my girls, so. Maybe by the time you're, you know, mid-60s, you might be at a 50-50 split. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Son-in-laws and all, you yeah, know. A couple might, son-in-laws, a couple grandkids. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Uh, welcome, Joe, to Woods of Water, South Carolina. It's always fun yes. to have you on. Great to Always be back. Always fun to be here. Okay, uh, trivia for today. Who turned 75 years old yesterday? Who turned 75 years old yesterday? I'm, well, I'm going to guess Nina Woods because it was her birthday a day or two ago. Am nope. I correct? No, nope. Forrest Woods' wife? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. 75. Neil? I'm sitting here thinking. I was going to give the same answer because uh, her birthday was yeah, this week. Yeah, we yeah, were celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. hmm. Give up. I'm going to give up on this. Okay. Here, here, here you go. Here's who turned 75. Hi, I'm your host, 
Smokey Cole Bear. <laughs> Smokey Bear. He's here. He's here. I, I believe he's here at he the is. show. I saw he, kids running around with Smokey the Bear hats. <laughs> he was. He, he stopped by our booth this morning, as a matter of fact. And um, he is here, and just he does not look 75. That's what threw me off. The bear's in great shape. <laughs> yeah, he actually was talking to Bill about signing up for the tour next year. Cool. Bill told him, sorry, we're full, Smokey. you got to go fish the Costa Series. But... Uh, yeah, he's a great angler, and uh, 75, huh? 75 years. Happy birthday. Of Smokey the Bear. Happy birthday, Smokey. Okay, now on to more important stuff, after that information for whoever out there wants to use it. Um, great, Joe, there's not many times you wish for bad weather, but marginal weather outside has packed this place inside. Yeah, we've got a very good crowd here for a Saturday. Uh, bigger than last year, that's for sure. Yep. And, uh, you know, tomorrow, I think, no matter what the weather is, it's going to be <laughs> even bigger. We've got, uh, of course, Trace Adkins concert is going to pack the house. Uh, the top ten anglers uh, will be out on the water competing, and then someone's going to win $300,000 tomorrow night uh, here in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So, yeah, we expect standing room only crowds again, yep. and we're, we're super excited. And somebody's going to win a Ranger boat. Yes. Won't be Neil. <laughs> well, he's I'll had take, his chance. I'll, I'll take it again. <laughs> got my got my sheet right here. I'll take well, it again. Two people assuming. are going to yes. get win a Ranger boat because right. we also have the uh, the Marshall boat right the Marshall to give away this year as well. gets one. So yeah, we're gonna, one lucky Marshall will be announced. I think I think we're actually announcing that Monday morning. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, two people in the next uh, what was that? Twenty four hours, hours. thirty six hours. Yeah. Going to be uh, winning a brand new Ranger boat just for coming and watching FLW. I filled out mine, but it was a worthless exercise and penmanship and remember <laughs> what address to put down. You never know. You never know. Amen. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So uh, Thursday night, seven o'clock, during the uh, rules, regulation, registration, the banquet, and all that y'all had, you released the schedule for 2020. Yes. Super and you're excited. Com- and you're coming to our state. Lake Hartwell, Lake baby. Lake Hartwell, baby. Yep. I got the news a couple days early because I had to get the press release going. Right. And, uh, yeah, when I saw Lake Hartwell was on the schedule. And we're doing the back-to-back deal with yes. the tour and then the All-American. So we're going to be there for a couple weeks. Weeks, yeah. And, uh, yeah, super excited. We love it there. One of the reasons we keep coming back. And we uh, was very happy when Bill Taylor said 2020, <laughs> Lake, Lake Hartwell's back on the schedule. Starting off, Texas. January 23rd through 26th, Sam Rayburn. That yeah. was a good fishery. Yep, absolutely. We were there uh, this year, of course, and yep. uh, extremely high water levels. It was the first time in my time with FLW where we had to actually cancel a day of competition. Not cancel, delay it. Delay it. So we had right. to push. We had to finish the tournament on a Monday, Monday. which was odd, something yep. I'd never experienced before. But it was great fishing. Uh, of course, Terry Bolton ended up winning that event this year, and it was a very emotional win just because he's a... Uh, yeah, he's been with the tour from the start, sure. and it was first career win. So, yep. uh, great fans out there, great fishing, and uh, a perfect way to kick off the season in January. February, a month later, you'll be back at the Harris Chain, Leesburg, Florida. Yep. Always good to go to Florida in the spring. Definitely, always fun. You, any lake you go to where there's ten pounders is uh, always exciting, and uh, makes for really good television as well. Starting to get a little closer to South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> making our way. Making though, our right? way yeah. up to the land of, you know, God's country. Uh, Lake Martin, March 19th to 22nd, Alexander City, Alabama. Uh, 
should be an interesting one. That could be that timing of the year could be uh, could be a, a tough one or could be a really good one. I have to be one hundred percent honest. I know nothing about Lake Martin. I know it's in Alabama. I yeah. know we've been there once before, and right. it was I think in like two thousand one. So oh, it was wow. like eighteen well, years ago. Here. I believe that no one even on tour. It, it, fish that event okay. so it's going to be completely new fishery to everybody and uh you know that's always a lot of fun too the guys the anglers yeah. like that a lot because yeah. it it's an even playing field right Neil, you but, were on it weren't you no i was uh, on lake martin you, yeah i thought you were mm. lake martin last no year. but no it was um it was i was not but lake martin a an alabama lake in the spring of the year yeah i would imagine would produce some really nice fish um absolutely and, and i think you know, and I think when people, it, it gets kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit. But when you think about Alabama Lakes, people think about, obviously, Wheeler, where the cup has been sure, before. Yes. You think about Gunnersville, and, and you even think about Eufaula, which has made yep. a, a kind of a return here within the last couple of years. But people kind of forget about Martin. I think that was a tremendous decision to go there, and, and I look forward to that one being a, uh, a lot of fun next year. In fact, I've kind of, in very light Uh-oh. lead, Circle <laughs> that one on the calendar. No, but uh, one to, to come down and marshal. Yeah. Hey, I went, there you go. Yeah. Um, I went down and marshaled for it back in the spring for an Elite Series event and wanted to go through the marshal experience with you guys sure. at FLW. And so I've kind of tentatively circled Martin as the one on the calendar that I'd like to get into. Cool. Nice. Great uh, to hear. Jump, uh, jump a little north of us, Cherokee Lake. Neil and I have been to Cherokee to watch a tournament before. Um, hopefully... In April, y'all will have a whole lot more water than what they dealt with when we were there. But a, a smallmouth fishery. Yeah, definitely. Which, which most people don't think of Tennessee lakes as a smallmouth fishery, but that's a, group. That's a yep. good one. And a, another fishery that we went to this year had a fantastic event, uh, great crowds, huge smallmouth bass, and uh, another really emotional victory with you know a- Andrew Upshaw yes. picking up his first yep. career win as well. So uh, we're excited to get back, and Jefferson City uh, treated us well this year. So... Uh, we're, we're going back next year to catch some more small off. And then we come to April the 23rd, bum, 26th. Bum, bum. And, I, and I, the, out of the gate, I have to thank Neil for making sure it was scheduled after April 15th. Oh, the tax man. <laughs> yes, that's yes, right. The, the tax man will get to come out and play after, I will get to come with, after the 15th. Without feeling guilty. I mean, every time I go to a tournament before April 15th, I feel guilty about being there because somebody's stuff is not getting done by the office. <laughs> This by this time everybody will be done or everybody will be on extension sure. and I can enjoy Lake Hartwell. Um, coming to Lake Hartwell, we mentioned a Marshall program. Yes. If somebody back home is listening. What do they need to do to get involved in that Marshall program? Yes. Well, flwfishing.com/marshals okay. is, is the address. You go there and they'll have all the information you need. Uh, basically, it's a hundred bucks to sign up. You're going to get two full days on the water with a pro. And uh, you're going to get a, a dinner banquet the night before. You're going to get a bag full of goodies with a Marshall jersey, uh, a bunch of FLW hats and good stuff like that. Okay. And then uh, you're also going to be entered to win a ra- brand-new Ranger boat. Right. Just uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're giving one away on Monday morning to a Marshall from this season. Right. Uh, so every uh, day that you go out to Marshall, you get one entry for a brand-new boat. And uh, it's a great way to get out on the water and... You know, see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Watch how these guys really pick things apart. A, lo- a lot of them, it's going to be, you know, they've been to Hartwell. They know what to expect. Uh, but you're going to see how they, they get to practice and really break down the lake. 
Cool. And, and, and I'll jump in there, too, a second, because I've had a chance to, to marshal uh, with another series. But um, there's not another professional sport out there that you can get that close to the, to the, the competition yep. action. You know, you, it's not like you can go stand in the huddle with Tom Brady if you want a better understand <laughs> football. Um, but to be able to get in the – basically get in the office with these guys and watch them work from a front row perspective for two days – um, I came away from my experience blown away at the, at just the opportunity to be able to watch somebody work at their craft. And yeah. I think if you're at home and, and you have, if you're in any way sitting on the fence about whether this is something I want to do or not, it's I think it. you have to do yeah. it, uh, particularly if you, if you want to improve your uh, skill as an angler. Just the subtle little things you can pick up, you know. Oh. Scott Martin, why are you fishing this brush pile and not that one? Or Larry Nixon, why are you have your worm rigged this way yeah. and not that way? And you know they'll answer these questions. Really uh, share the knowledge that they've gained over the years. Uh, Lake Dardanelle, May, mid-May, Russellville, Arkansas. Yes, should be a nice a nice tournament to go to. Yeah, oh, they've got some new facilities up there here, and uh, we've held. Quite a few BFL and Coast events over this year, okay. uh, oh, there before, but never a tour event. Okay. So I actually drove through there on my way driving down from Minnesota yeah. to this event. Yep. So uh, I'm excited to get back, and let's see what Dardanelles shakes out. And then a uh, one that kind of caught us all by surprise, Detroit River. Yes. Very different fishery. Great fishery. Great fishery. You know, I mean, the guys are going to have a huge playing field there. They're going to be able to, you know, fish the river. Right. They're going to be go over to Lake St. Clair or yeah. into Lake Erie. And so they're going to have a lot of options. We're going to see a lot of huge smallmouth, and uh, everyone's going to be catching them. That is so cool. So there's your schedule. Uh, going to be a good one. Uh, I look forward to watching the guys from South Carolina go at it again in 2020. I know I talked to you earlier, John. I appreciate you stopping in, but you know my my niece is living in Anoka, and she's going to have yes. a little boy and, coming up in my neck of the woods. Sometime of the woods, I'm going to have to come up ice fishing. I would love to take you out <laughs> ice fishing. I've uh, I've got all the gear. I've got an ice shack. I've got my auger and my uh, you know my little poles, and uh, we'll go and catch some walleye. I'll take you out on the hard water and show oh. you how we do it up north. Just makes this boy from South Carolina shiver. How about you, David? <laughs> <laughs> Not something that's on my list, but I'll do anything once. Once. Well, Joe, thanks much. Thanks for having me here. In the Thank Hot you guys again. so much for coming and, down. Uh, we really love having you over here. Absolutely. Tune in to FLWfishing.com. You can watch the way in live there. We'll be back with more Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side of the break. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Joe's just a great guy. Yeah, all around. I mean, ever since my first cup in 2014 on Lake Murray, uh, I, I, I will be honest with you, I went down there very intimidated. Very intimidated. First real media event with a lot of guys that I'd seen on TV a lot of times. And uh, But Joe, man, he, he has... For six years now, he has just made this come into the FL Cup just seamless. Well, and he does a great job too. And they break all those barriers. Everybody's so easy to work with. You know, I, we've been blessed. We have a tremendous working relationship with um, with the folks at FLW. And it doesn't matter who you pick up the phone and call, whether it's you know it's Kathy Fennel, uh, who's <laughs> yeah. at, the top, at the top of the ladder, right. or if you call. You know, Joe with a media question or Mr. Al Bill Chapman, or with, Al Chapman. A, yep. with an advertising question. Just everybody's so 
you know, willing to work with you and help you and, and give you the information that you need. And they're just, it's a great relationship. They're a great organization, and they, they do a great job. This is the cool thing about coming to stuff like this is uh, there's Hank Parker not getting a picture with a kid. Looks like a guy my age. That's right. It's always. Hello, Mr. Parker. How are you, sir? <laughs> Great. It, it's always a lot of fun. You see these guys you grew up watching oh, on absolutely. television. And, uh, you know, they've, you know, it's just a tremendous, uh, tremendous just to be, you know, come in and see them walking around talking, you know, to folks just, you know, they're just like us. Yeah. And, uh, just unbelievable. So it's, a, you know, again, it's another bonus and, and added a thing to, to be able to come to these events and, and, and really see your fishing heroes. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to hear a story about Hank Parker. 2014 Cup. First year they had the red carpet, as far as I know. The first year they had the it – was, it was announced as new that year. And so I'm at, uh, I'm at whatever hotel they're having it at in Columbia. And that afternoon I had gone down to Jeffrey Archery down off Bluff Road in Columbia and shot a compound bow. I, I, Jordan had just, I mean, Taylor had just begun shooting the NAS program. She said, Daddy, why don't you get a bow because we could shoot together. And also I went down to Jeffrey and, you know, he put a bow in my hands and I went back to the range and the first arrow, what happens? String hits that big old muscle right there on the left arm. I had a, probably a five inch bruise on that arm. And of course, Tom was laughing because he knew exactly what I was going to do. But he said, you know, you'll never make that mistake again. So at the red carpet, I had on my shirt, and I had my sleeves roll up just a little bit. Hank Parker was there. And uh, Hank's a big hunter. You know, he, he made his, his made his name and his, his career in fishing. But he moved from Lake Norman to Union, South Carolina. He has uh, some land and a cabin there. And... He loves to bow hunt. So I said, well, Mr. Parker, look what I did today. <laughs> and he held out his hand. He's got big hands. Have you never shaken hands? He's got he does. big hands. Of course, he's a big guy. Anyway, but he held out his hand. And you know, if you look at your left hand, you see that little line right there that runs around the base of your thumb. He said, son, you don't hold the bow I'm not sure what you want me to oh, Lord, have mercy, Siri, shut up. <laughs> My phone just started talking to me. Can I, it, yours started talking to you the other day for no reason. Anyway, as you look at your left hand, you see that, that line that runs from your index finger down to your wrist. And he said, son, you got to get the bow out of your butt crack and onto your butt cheek. Well put. And and to this day, when you shoot a bow, it's on the pad between that line and my thumb. Right there. Get it out of the crack. Down to the butt cheek. So that that's my and, Hank Parker story. And now story. I'll never forget it. You'll never forget that. Neither will anybody else. Everybody else is scarred because I probably the first time I ever said anything like that on the air. <laughs> my wife is probably at home going, oh, I can't believe he said that on the air. But anyway, that that's my Hank Parker story. But pretty cool. Uh, would you believe? Would you like to know who's in second place on FLW Live right now? Sure, because I can't see it from here. What you got? Brian Thrift. How many times has Brian Thrift been in second place? 
at Cups. He's only out by a pound two. Now this, this is not the actual live weights from the weigh-in, but that's right. He hit, but he's never won a cup. But I think that the the important thing to put out to 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 realize though about thrift and and everybody knows this is he's in contention. He's when he puts the boat in the water on day one, he's, <laughs> he's in contention. contention. He is and because the guy can flat out catch fish. He can catch fish. So you know it was no surprise to me yesterday sent it the weigh-in that he had the day one mm-hmm. lead, and it's no nope. surprise to me sitting here in the afternoon on day two that he's in second yep. place. You know, so he's, again, a tremendous stick, does a tremendous job, and like I said, a guy that's that's in contention just about everywhere they go. Yep. Uh, Scott Martin, Austin Felix, going back to 2014, uh, that was one of the years where the college kids fished the cup, and the University of Minnesota team was there. Austin Felix was the captain of that boat. Austin Felix, in fact, that year, um, that Minnesota team qualified. They they qualified by winning up at, a, if I'm not mistaken, up at a Kiwi. Oh, wow. They they won, in fact, because that college championship was right. held in conjunction with the tour event that was on Lake Hartwell. Casey Ashley won. Right, and qualified. They, because he was, yeah. the, he was the last guy. Casey, back home, was the last guy. The schedules worked. It was the last time the schedules ever worked for a guy to fish both the both Bassmaster Elite yep. Series and FLW yep. Tour. And Casey fished it that year because the 14 Cup was on Murray, Murray. and the 15 Classic that it's he won Hartwell. was on That's Hartwell. Right. And, and that Minnesota team, the college championship, was on Kiwi. Kiwi. Minnesota won it, and, and Austin Felix yep. was the uh, Cup qualifier out of that championship. And here he is. Five years later, on tour. Moral of that story is yes. The 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 well. On a serious note, the moral of that story is the powerful place of college. Fishing oh, absolutely. And the opportunities that it presents. And I have a picture of a very young Casey Ashley standing at the media event at Lake Murray at the 14 Cup. And I'm sure you said nobody was around him. No, he's just probably the only time. It's probably the last time he was at a media event where nobody was, was like, around him. Yep, flocked to flocked to he see him. He was by himself, and I faintly knew who he was. And I just went over and said, "How you doing?" <laughs> Met Casey Ashley. Uh, let's see, running on down through here. Um, Larry Nixon, 15. There's a legend, just like uh, Hank Parker. And then Brian, Braxton Setzer, who I fished with in 16 as a co-angler on the Lake Hartwell stop, is uh, down in 23rd. John Cox, 28th. And John Cox won the 2016. Uh, nope, he won the 2016 uh, FLW Tour event at Lake Hartwell. That's the last right. Time, the last time uh, the FLW Tour was... Was on Hartwell in Cox one, and Brian's currently showing thirty seventh. I'd love to see him fish tomorrow, really would have, but can't make him bite. No, nope. you can throw and everything you want listen, to at him, and it's a, and, and it's an experience. He'll yep. take this and and uh, and learn. He'll know what to do, what not to do, and when he makes the next one, next year, presumably next year, he'll. He'll remember these these lessons that he's learned here now. Absolutely. Just, but again, just again, tremendous opportunity. There's a lot of guys in that expo behind us <laughs> that would like to be out there fishing that would today. Like to be out there fishing. That's exactly today. right. That's just, mm-hmm. And Brian finished eighth in points this year. Yep. Just an overall great year for him. 
Um, got a couple minutes here. I just wanted to go back to Smokey the Bear. You know, 75 years yesterday launched as the official fire prevention poster create, creature for the U.S. Forest Service on August 9th, 1944. Replacing the cartoon beer deer Bambi. Um, and it was, it was partially because we need those resources to fight World War II. And uh, he's been out there ever since. I'm going to have to find him here. You sure he, he, you've seen him here? I know I saw U.S. Forest Service guys walking through here, but you've actually seen Smokey the Bear. I saw Smokey this morning. He came by the okay. booth, and I, always, I got a chance to uh, give him a big hug and all, all right. that good stuff. And absolutely, Smokey's become a fixture at this thing. That's right. I'm going to have to find him and get a picture. I've got to get a picture of Smokey the Bear because that is, he's the, I will tell you this, when you see him, He's the only one walking around the expo with no shirt on. <laughs> he's got his jeans and his forest cap on, but he's and not no wearing shirt. and no shirts. He's the only one that they've let in the convention center here in Arkansas <laughs> with no shirt on. Oh me! Oh, what is this? Oh, one minute to go. It's, I know we're at an FLW event, but when it comes to high schools, fishing, and all that, we're we're all in. Interested in growing the sport. Um, I don't have updates yet, but the team of Daylin Whaley and Lily Smith from Abbeville went into the high school championship on Kentucky Lake Bassmaster High School in third place yesterday. Yeah. They're, they're weighing in right now. I'll try to have an update before, but that is an all-girl team. I know my Taylor's at home right now going, yeah. <laughs> oh, those young ladies are tremendous sticks. They can fish. 200 and like 90 teams over at Kentucky Lake. Yep. I was over there with them early in the week, and yep. and those two young ladies are just complete hammers. They are. All right, hang on. Back with the last segment of Woods and Water South Carolina from Hot Springs, Arkansas, the FLW Cup, after this break. That's 3 p.m. Eastern Time. It is. Kentucky Lakes Eastern Standard Time. Well, I've got weight. Okay, welcome back to Woods and Water South. I'm about to have a knockdown drag out behind the table here between Neil and I. Um, yeah, it's already started. They're already, they're already weighing in. By the way, Marshall Robinson and, uh, and his partner, Mason Fulmer, from Burns are currently in fourth place. They went in this morning in 12th place. Uh, they were the first team to weigh in, so I mean, yeah. and they brought four fish to the four stage fish to scale. So it's you know it's going to shuffle itself out, but maybe we'll yep. get some some more weight in here before the the show's over. You had a pretty cool experience coming over here this week. Now you you left first of the week, and uh, and, and <laughs> when I well two couple things one yes. when I ref and and obviously for the sake of time in the show I can't disclose details. But no. When, from the standpoint of a product, I don't know when I've had a more productive work week. Yeah. For crying out loud, I, we, um, uh, I can tell you, uh, we signed, um, we Couple we, of. we signed well, we signed an event contract for 2020. Right. This week, um, we are in discussion for an event uh, as early as 2021. Okay. And we have a verbal agreement for another championship, or not championship, but another 
event that we have not hosted before uh, next year in 2020 as well. So from a work standpoint and a lake standpoint, <laughs> had a good it week. was a, tr- a very productive week. I'm super excited about <laughs> the work I've been able to get in in that regard this week. Uh, what you're referring to is I had the opportunity uh-huh. to um, come in through Memphis on Wednesday after lunch was to stop in and uh, and spend two hours with Bill Dance in his office. And, and I don't know of anybody that's ever wet a line that hasn't uh, admired Bill Dance in some form or fashion. But for him to open up his office to me, and, and he didn't know me from Adam. His, his daughter, Pam, uh, and I have um, developed a friendship over the past couple years communicating on a couple different uh, issues and things. And she's, she's been very helpful, uh, you know, uh, great lady. And uh, she set it up for me to stop in and, and see him. And, and just, I told, I, t- I tell you what I told her, and, here, and here's the truth <laughs> of it. They, you know, he's, you go in his office and he's got pictures on the wall with everybody from, you know, everybody in the fishing industry to sure. Tiger Woods and several U.S. presidents and yep. things like that, and uh, and I told him, I said, you know what? I said, here's a true testament to you people because there's your life did not get any better today because I stopped by the office <laughs> and wasted two hours. You know what? Yeah, I, yeah, sure. because I I knocked you guys off from two hours of work today, yeah. and I didn't get your life didn't get any better today because I stopped by the office. But the fact that you were willing to give up two hours of your day to, for an opportunity that I'll ne- I'll take to my grave yeah. the two hours I got to spend with Bill Dance this week. And, I mean, just sitting in his office, hearing him tell stories. And, and um, you know, we he told stories. I mean, we he told stories on Cotton Cordell right on down to Ray Scott and, and everything in between. And, and it was just what a, what a fun visit. And, and uh you know, I, I, if I'm fortunate enough to get back and, go, and do it again, it'd be just a tremendous blessing. But just to have been able to have that opportunity was just so much, so much fun. We do good. He we, did. T- he did tell me this. He said, he said, and he said, I said, I hope I'm not keeping you from anything this afternoon. And he said, he said, no. He said, I was going to leave after lunch today and go home. He said, I've got two stumps in my yard. I've got to dig up. And I said, man, that is awesome. I said. I, to know that I at least ranked higher on your schedule than stump. things than, than yeah, digging up okay. stumps. I mean, that made me feel sure. good. So, you know, to keep things in perspective, but that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, in, in lieu of a calendar brought to you by Visit Anderson, Green Pond Landing and, and Event Center, and if I don't tell you enough, I appreciate your your uh, support of the show. Appreciate you being. I appreciate you coming in and sitting in with me because we do have a good time. We do. We, we no, do. we do. We seriously do, yep. and it's and it's a lot of fun and 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 everything. I the support. What you what you've done for not just us from the facility, you know, promoting the facility and things like that, but your heart and, and your mission is truly <laughs> in the right place. As far as you really want to, it's not just about promoting fishing and the outdoors and things like that. But it's but your heart is in the state of South Carolina, yeah. And and that's I mean, and it shows. It's in your work, it's in the things that you do, and and you've been able to stick to that. And so it's easy for us to to support, you know, that venture with you because, you know, not just Lake Hartwell, but Green Pond as a facility doesn't just impact the folks in Anderson County or the organizations that come in and fish with us. It people across not just the entire upstate. But the state of South Carolina used that facility, so it, it's a, it's a um, it's a great relationship, and it's one that we value 
just as well. And I know in, in lieu of a calendar of events, we were going to talk about yeah. the construction yeah. project that's going on right but, now. But let me, let me stop you just for a second because you talk about how Green Pond benefits, benefits South Carolina and Lake Hartwell benefits South Carolina. I'm not just saying that comes full circle when people come to Anderson to fish Lake Hartwell, they buy a South Carolina fishing license. They go buy Zoom from Lake Hartwell Fishing Center or Grady's or whatever. They go buy tackle and all that. And for every the license itself comes back to us in Dingle Johnson Fisheries money, and along with excise tax on all the tackle they buy and all that. So yeah, it comes full circle. It all comes back to us, and that's what we got to remember when we're. When we're out there spending money and doing things, that it's benefiting wherever you are. It's benefiting those natural resources, those fisheries that you're partaking of. All right. Having said that, well, Green Pond's closed. Currently, well, the except big, for the single ramp, the, the, the old big, single ramp. The big ramp is currently closed for some construction updates right now. The county's going in, it, and again, it's um, it, it's not a, a sexy phase of construction. It's not. <laughs> we're not constructing a new bathroom or new ramps or docks and we have things like that. But they're they're working on uh, blasting out um, hillside some of that hillside down by the ramp. Okay. But uh, it was a it was a big rock vein that was grassed over uh, during the initial construction of the facility. So they're blowing out that vein and uh, which is going to create a bigger uh, drive area down around the ramp. Right. Uh, it's going to allow us to move the um, the handicap park, the ADA spaces for parking by the ramp. It's going to allow us to move them further in, which is going to create a larger uh, uh, drive space around the ramp. Right. Will it allow us to extend the launch lanes from the setup standpoint? So it's going to make it easier to launch your boat. Okay. Um, and then there's going to be several. Uh, uh, places throughout the facility on the perimeter road when you drive around that they're going to widen parts of the road to make some of the turning okay uh, turning ra- radii i guess is the right word <laughs> radii <laughs> uh expand those sure um and so it's you know those are those are things that you know moving that type of rock and blowing out that kind of space is and, and all that work is going to be uh, taken care of around the ramp if you're out there listening we do have uh two events that we've contracted a BFL Super Tournament uh, uh, with the South Carolina Division as well as the Savannah River Division in the month of September and two tournaments in October, an ABA uh, divisional uh, or district um, or divisional two-day event, and then uh, the Palmetto Boat Center PBC High School Trail has their fall stop at Hartwell on October the 19th. Those four events will take place as scheduled, even though that they fall during the window of constructions when it's closed. Okay. Those were contracted events that we had before the construction deal was finalized, and so we've worked with the contractors. Uh, Matt Shell and the folks at Anderson County Parks have worked closely with the contractors to make sure that on those four particular days, construction will not be taking place in oh, the wow. facility. Okay. And so we'll still be able to uh, provide the, the tournament host with uh, the same type of service they would get if the facility weren't under construction. And so that will take place in the month of September and October, and then we should be good to go in November. And then uh, uh, another announcement, that's gonna, it's not a secret, but the next thing that will follow is the plan now following the Bassmaster Team Championship that we host in December 
then the county's going to begin construction on the amphitheater. Okay. I was going to uh, ask you what the future plans were. That it, they, it's supposed to begin construction on the amphitheater uh, either in uh, late December or early January once the team championship's complete. Okay. And well, over the course of two <clears throat> winters, they're going to complete construction on the amphitheater, which honestly is going to be a tremendous uh, advantage for us in the facility because now, because up to this point, we've had to use parking areas around the facility to, to host hold the weigh-ins. To host weigh-ins. Right. So now, by ha- so in, in two years, once we have a completed amphitheater uh, that's serviceable for weigh-ins, then we'll be able to completely use all of the areas that are in it, that were designated for parking and allow us to get you know to maximize the facility from a spectator standpoint. Be nice. That's going to be, uh, it already is. I flew over it coming out here Thursday. Even though I was up over the upper part of Lake Hartwell flying over, you could still pick out Green Pond. Just look for the d- twin bridges, and there on the left is, you can see it. That's it's really cool. It's going to be a tremendous facility when it's all said and done. What, what, okay, two winners to get the amphitheater done. What are their plans for the additional boat ramps at this point? There are. I don't know that the times, the the time, the schedule's been put into place. Okay. Uh, from a time standpoint, obviously you know that, you know that type of thing takes money. There's still some discussions on, on uh, you know taking place on exact or are the three additional ramps going to be, uh, just like the three that are in place now. Okay. Which are going to you know extend to the depths that they do. Are they going to shorten them up a piece? You know, what's exact, what is that going to exactly look like? And, and some of those discussions will take place. There's, you know, obviously additional dock space that's going to go in okay. and, and things like that. So, it's again, it's a tremendous facility. All the credit goes to uh, Anderson County and then obviously the support that we've received from the uh, ASA, the Sport Fish Sport Fund. Fish yeah. And then um, South Carolina DNR has been a tremendous help and supporter of the uh, of the facility as well as, you know, the, the settlement funding that the county received. And, of course, it all starts with the county. They've done a tremendous job to support not just what we're doing. And they believed in me as a young director four and a half years ago uh, to allow us to be able to pursue uh, the fishing business that we have, to promote the lake the way we have. It's, it's the number one asset and facility that we have in the county, and they've allowed us to push it and, and really get the most out of it. Cool. If you didn't know, today was Youth Day, Deer Season, Game Zone 3 and 4. Congratulations to all those kids. If you're in Game Zone 2, your Youth Day is going to be September 14th this year. So get Dad to take you. Thanks, Neil. As always, folks, make time to get out there. Take the back roads when you can. And don't forget your camera. Back next week with more Woods and Water, South Carolina. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.